So usually we get these little indie films, uh, and I'm really grateful for them because, you know, it's it's the studio reaching out or press reaching out being like, hey, do you guys want to take a look at this? Yeah. And we, we, we get some good stuff. Uh, this is a movie where it's – I've now talked to two people <laughs> who are like, hey, you're going to check out small Small Engine Repair, to which I'm like – how did, did you get the email as well? Like, <laughs> like how do you know, you about, know this? about this film? Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be at the AMCs. Yeah, it is. And, and yeah. you know what? My AMC app also gave me a notification. <laughs> like, hey, get your tickets to Small Engine Repair, which is like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. Um, and I, I guess it is kind of not more. I mean, I, I guess it's a little more high profile. I mean, like, this, this is a movie that has John Bernthal. Mm-hmm. It has... Uh, Shay Wiggum, who's yeah. one of my favorite actors. Absolutely. Uh, and it also has uh, an actress by the name of Sierra Bravo, who mm. may not be a household name, but she's in that show Wayne. For oh. like, She's one of the main characters in that. She's fantastic okay. in that. And she was just in that movie Cherry, but I think the, the less said about that, maybe the better. Yeah. To, from what I hear. I don't know. I didn't hear, I'll never I didn't know. <laughs> I, I got Apple TV. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it has people that you've heard of for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's written and directed by John Polono, who also stars as the main character. Uh, yeah. Frank. Um, I'll bring him up right. Damn. You know what? He's like, he's right up there on IMDb because Robinowski. he's the director. But on, on the cast, he's like all, he's like in the I know, middle of yeah. it. Makes it's no like sense. The, he's the main character. <laughs> yeah, but he plays Frank Romanowski. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, he has just gotten out of prison mm-hmm. when his little girl, Crystal, is seemingly maybe like five or so years old. Yeah. Fast forward uh, ahead of time with zero indication. <laughs> <laughs> but fast forward in time, uh, Crystal is now... Uh, in high school, I think about to graduate and go to college. Yeah, she's about like, yeah, she's a, yeah. she's looking for colleges. And Frank is Frank. Frank is trying to he's doing everything he can to be the best dad possible and just to become a better person in general. He's giving mm-hmm. up drinking, he's giving up smoking because he wants everything good for for his little girl, which you know makes sense. Yeah, um, he still has his childhood friends, John Bernthal. Uh, playing Terrence uh, Sueno and Shea Wiggum in in one of the most interesting performances I've ever seen him give. Mm-hmm. But Shea Wiggum as uh, Packy uh, Hanrahan, and if if these if these names are giving any kind of in- indication, uh, this is set in Boston, Massachusetts. Ah, uh, uh, no, in... no, oh, it's it not. not. No, it's uh, it's set in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Manchester, New Hampshire. You are correct. Which is right near Boston. Yes. Which is why... Look. But I could see... I could see the the confusion. It's the same white person. I had to Um, pause it. I was like, okay, I'm not stupid, but... Is Boston, like... Where where is Boston <laughs> near New Hampshire? Because, <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds exactly they they here's the thing. They I swear, I, we swear a lot. I don't know. Uh, I don't I'm not phased by the F word or the S word or anything. But <laughs> Boston people are like people from that 
area, the Northeast, have it have the swearing thing down. They, yeah. <laughs> every other word is like, damn, these people swear a lot. It would be it, this is a movie that my grandma would turn off like five minutes in because she'd be like, they just <laughs> keep swearing. <laughs> yeah, this has possibly some kind like I, I can't imagine it not having some kind of record for at least like most f bombs like per maybe Scene. second yeah. or per, <laughs> per minute it, it's an insane amount yeah. to the point where it's like this is just a word like this is <laughs> this is just a part of their regular vocabulary yep. if anything um this is probably going to be put down in the Library of Congress for the most accurate portrayal of <laughs> white men from this region of, of the United States, which I thought was Boston. That's my bad, but it's not. It's New Hampshire, and yeah. uh, I don't know. It's probably different. I, <laughs> I, I'm seeing double here. Four, four people from Boston. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's – uh, it's a crude movie. Yeah. It's seemingly about just, man, what's better than that? Guys being dudes. Yeah. Hanging out, <laughs> drinking beer. It seems like that's going to be the whole movie. And it seems that way because I believe this is based on a play. Yeah, it was based on a play. Uh, John Polano and uh, John Bernthal were in the original play. Gotcha. See, because that makes sense because a good chunk of this movie is just dialogue. Yeah. It's just people talking. But then, I don't want to say <laughs> no. anything. I think it this, would... Oh, go on. But this turns into... There's more to it than just talking. I'll say that. Yeah. There's more to it than just three guys hanging out. If you can, try to avoid the trailer. Because it kind of gives away a lot. And I would love for people to walk in. Okay, maybe maybe I should give some warning. It deals with some fucked up subject matter, but yeah. But um, honestly, like this is a rated R movie. Like, yeah, I, I think it's rated R for for strong pervasive it's, language. It's gotta be language, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you language, kind drug of know use. That coming in. Yeah, uh, but I it's I it it had me on the. I kept saying, because it's, through the whole, for the first hour, 70 minutes of the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, exactly, got, you know, just hang out with the boys, and, like, slowly you get these hints at, like, wait a second here, what's going on? And then, like, boom, they pull a rug under you, and you're just like, oh, fuck, like, this had me on the edge of my seat, but it also had me laughing because there are some points where, like, not only not only does it have me laughing and like at the performances or some of the lines of dialogue in the first part, but also in the second part to ease some of the tension. Like, I got a big laugh near near like the end of the movie. I was just like, this is wild because yeah. I'm totally invested in this movie. This movie was gripping to me. I was yeah, totally no. riveted. I, I completely agree, and I, I think part of that, or kind of the main reason about that, is all the performances. Mm -hmm. I mean, these feel like just real blue-collar dudes, and uh, it it's just acted so well. And it, it does feel, like I, like I said already, but it does feel like a play, and I think that's what kind of even elevates it. Yeah. Because it, it works as both a play and a movie, 
Uh, and it's just like, it's it's crazy how you how I could watch something, which it, it, it's not a long movie. I think it's like an hour. It's hour like forty something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like I, my eyes are on the screen the whole time. Yeah, I I heard fuck a good five thousand times, and it, like <laughs> it never phased me. And yeah, it was one of those things where it's like. I don't know where this is going. No. And and not in the same way as like Wild Indian, which we saw uh recently past, yeah. you, know. you know. that that's that's more like a thriller where it's like, I don't know where this is gonna go. This one's like I genuinely have no fucking idea uh what's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I had a vague uh because you sent me the trailer, I was like, Okay, I kinda have a vague idea, but I did not know how it was going to play out. I was totally with this movie. I, I, I don't want to, you know, come on here and overhype the movie, but this is one of my favorite movies of the year. <laughs> yeah. I I was I was blown away by it. I'm not sure if I'm there yet. I feel like on, like, a rewatch, I can maybe okay. get there. But I did really, 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 really like this. I, I, I soft love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's let's let, I, I want to get into like the, the stuff that I really like without giving away the plot. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. already brought up the performances. I kind of hinted at Shea Wiggum. I fucking love Shea Wiggum in this. He's he, well, for one, he's so funny. Yeah, in like I've, I don't think I've ever seen him be funny. He's either like always like gritty kind of second character Shea Wiggum, mm-hmm. or he's like someone's brother. It, <laughs> there's like yeah. never really the spotlight for Shea Wiggum, but here he's through it throughout basically the entire film and you feel for him he's almost Mm -hmm. like the the steve buscemi in uh, lebowski yeah in 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 the big lebowski it kind of reminded me of that because it's like this little guy that you just like i love this dude and 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 he's like the only one who seems to be kind of woke of the group well yeah oh go on no, no, go on, go on. Oh, I was going to say, like, through some of this movie, you're like, ah, guys being guys. And then other parts were like, are we supposed to like these people? <laughs> like, yeah. Especially in the first part. But I'm I'm not going to give anything away. But, yeah, by the end, I was like, I really, you know, these guys have flaws. <laughs> but yeah. I was really like, I hope they get out of this okay. And this is also one of those movies where it's like, it could be, I feel like, seen by the wrong audience. Exactly. Like, like this is like a celebration yeah. of toxic masculinity. Right. And of like, just, you know, just the, the just fucking guys being dudes and locker room yeah. talk and all that stuff. <laughs> exactly. But, but when you like really kind of dig into the dialogue and, and, and you hear these like little lines every now and then, especially from Shea Wiggum's character, when he brings up like, hey, that's homophobic and hey, yeah. that's, you know, you, sh- you shouldn't treat women like that and stuff like that. You realize like, no, it's kind of just shining a light on people like this. And it's yeah. like, this is why you're not going anywhere. Because, right. <laughs> because you're kind of fucking, kind of an idiot. And you're stuck here and your your favorite uh, YouTube channel and podcast <laughs> is Barstool Sports. And <laughs> yeah, they have uh, got to grow up. From that. J- John Bernthal has a line where he's like, I never fuck anybody under 26 because I like people. I, older women don't know how to fuck. Yeah, uh, older than 26. Yeah. What older women? Yeah. Uh, so one, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. And yeah. two, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to make that joke. I love, right. I love him though. <laughs> But, I mean, like, that's just, like, a hint of, like, this is the kind of dialogue 
you're going you're yeah. to get from it. I, I watched the screener. Um, I, I went to my parents' house to have dinner today, and I, I like, watched this with them. And I had seen, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of this and thought, like, I don't know if they're going to dig it. And then the movie progresses, and it's like, ooh, should they be hearing this like, <laughs> in the room? Yeah. It's such a vulgar movie, but mm-hmm. it's like it's never it's never too much. It, it never yeah. feels like I, don't, I I can't even think of like another example of a different movie. But I know that there's other movies we've seen. It's not Rush Hour Three where I feel <laughs> like there's like genuine hate behind the screenplay, and like where whereas like Rush Hour Three is like you should like we're we're encouraging you to feel this way. Yeah. This one's more like a cautionary tale. Yeah. Of, like I said, toxic masculinity and stuff like that. I I feel like it's going (laughs) to, I feel like it's going to bring in a certain audience and just completely drop them on their head of like, this isn't what you thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. And I I can't wait to hear about that. You promised me good times, movie. (laughs) Why would you do me like this? But aside from Shea Wiggum, I, I I think John Polona, who's been in different stuff, but I I this is my first time yeah, seeing I him don't. in something. Yeah, I think he's pretty great. Uh, he's he's intimidating when he needs to be intimidating. You can you can see like like the sadness behind his eyes where he mm-hmm. just like he just wants to do better. You know? He's yeah. Like, he wants to be the good guy because he's a hothead, and yeah. once you get him mad, like fucking off the chain. <laughs> so he's tr- yeah. yeah he's trying to be the best person but you know i things happen (laughs) um jordana spiro uh also is his ex-wife uh she's from ozark yeah she's the hotel owner yeah and i thought she was great in this also i thought all four people by the end of this movie i was like these all four of these performances are gripping how many times can i say gripping (laughs) i've said that like twice now but hey and there's um Another character that I don't even want to bring up, mm-hmm. but he does a good job at being like such a piece of shit. Like, yeah, like you hate him and you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And hats off to him because he's fucking nailing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also want to bring up, you know, Punisher himself, John John Bernthal. Yeah, because this is one of those like, okay, this is him being funny while also still being like these fucking guys and all yeah. that shit like that. <laughs> uh, but then there are moments where it's like, he's acting his ass off. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's conveying like all these different emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he does that John Berthold classic fucking, no, 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 no. Like, fucking, <laughs> like where he's just freaking out. <laughs> um, he's great in this. I, I Every time I see John Bernthal, I think I just like him more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this just this just adds to that. Um, if there's any shortcomings of this film, I I don't know. I, I I think it's just shot okay. Okay, yeah. And I mean, like that's that's nitpicking too. Yeah. Like it it's probably not going to bother anyone, but there are just shots of this where it's like this very kind of standard mm-hmm. and almost like feels like like a tv show at some point yeah um also th- this isn't a complaint but there's a scene there's there's a scene that's like in the past with them as as children 
Uh, except for Shea Wiggum, because I think <laughs> they can't find a kid that looks like him. <laughs> so yeah. They just used him, so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I really don't have a lot of complaints. I'm just like, I I just don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just there yet, but I did really, okay. really I was just, enjoy this. Uh, I was really enjoying the first half of this. And that, but I, I was, it was like a wrench. It was like, let's tighten that, that yeah. screw a little bit. Don't you want, aren't you getting a little tenser? Um, and then I was just blown away by the last like 40 minutes. Um, I, I've looked up some of the early reviews for this. Some of the, and it's, it's gotten a good score on Rotten Tomatoes, but some of the reviews, like Richard Roper loved it. Uh, but some of the reviews are like, uh, this is okay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> This is so good. Maybe maybe my review will be the most positive. I don't know. Who knows? But I was really uh, floored by this movie. Yeah, well, maybe those critics ought to uh, uh, fuck the mothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> those fucking pansies know about, about yeah. good movies. <laughs> this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> this, this fucking movie right here, this one of those good movies, is better than... I don't know. I'm, I'm picturing like Ricky getting really hyped up about watching this. Who is one of those people who somehow knew about this? Yeah, I'm gonna assume he just got that same AMC notification. Gotta be, yeah. Um, but I feel like he's he's gonna really enjoy this. I also feel like there's a certain part of this movie where he's gonna be like, "Huh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we're doing this." Yep. Uh, I, if it's not obvious, uh, this is coming out theatrically. I'm actually not sure if it's coming out on VOD the same day. Mm. Um, okay. But it's however you're going to see this, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, do we be what? What do we be for this movie? Personally, I'd be loving this movie. Okay. That's my first okay. my first uh, loving this movie rating for the the podcast. Yeah, and, and you know we've never really like broken down our our rating system, so let's do kind of like a like okay what what what's the bottom the very bottom of it? We don't be watching this. Okay, so that's like a one out of five, and then mm. our two out of five is we be streaming this. At three out of five, uh, we be watching this. Four out of five. We be digging this. So you heard that. Jeff gave this five out of five stars. <laughs> like, we be loving this. Yeah. Um, myself, um, I think uh, we be fucking digging this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I did really like it. I'm not in love with it, but like I said, I'm. This is this is like a strong four. Possibly a soft five, but maybe on a rewatch I'll get there. It's so weird because, like, uh, usually over the years, you know, some movie will come out and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm loving this movie," and I'll be like, "I'm almost there with you, buddy." <laughs> and then I'll second guess myself: Do I need to see it again? Uh, but no, for this one, I'm like, no, I can clearly tell from the first viewing that I'm like, "Oh man, this movie is this movie is special." No, well, maybe I'm just fucking stupid. Or some <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>